Hey, it's me, Solid Snake, protagonist and heartthrob of the Metal Gear Solid series. I'm stuck in patreon.com slash supernpcradio, but I've uncovered the key to defeating Foxy. Hello? Snake? It's me, Otacon. Have you told them the key to defeating Foxhound yet? Uh, no. I was just about to, but you interrupted me. Uh, sorry. I, I almost screwed this up as bad as when I designed Metal Gear. Also sorry for pissing myself when we met. Anyway, the key to defeating Foxhound is... Hello, Solid Snake. It is I, Psycho Mantis. I was reading your mind and I could see that you haven't told the listener that the key to defeating Foxhound is by going to patreon.com slash supernpcradio and listening to the Metal Gear Solid Games Club from Super NPC. If someone would just give me a minute, I could tell... Oh, my bad. Carry on. To defeat Foxhound, you must listen to the Metal Gear Solid Games Club from Super NPC Radio, where we're covering the Metal Gear Solid series. I can see in your podcast listening history that you enjoyed the Legend of Zelda Games Club, listener. You'll love this. He's right. Your favorite pals at Super NPC Radio will be covering 10 games in the Metal Gear Solid series. They're released bi-monthly on Fridays. Oh, jeez, I'm going to peace myself again. It's true. You can find it all at the $10 DJ Toad tier over at patreon.com slash supernpcradio every other Friday. There's more to come after that, too. In the second half of the year, I've seen it. Another series after Metal Gear? Oh, man. This is a lot to take in. What's that series going to be about? It better not be about piss. Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game. Uh, I am your host, Connor McCabe, and this is a podcast where I bring on a guest to talk about a meaningful video game from their past. On the show, we talk as much about what made playing the game special, memorable, and what was fun for the guest about it, as we will, about the context of how and when they fell in love or were captured by it. A little bit of housekeeping up top is if you would like to follow us on social media, well, guess what, listener? You are in so much luck because we're on two, count of two platforms. You can find us on Instagram at callmebyyourgamepod and on Twitter at callmebyyourgame, but just the one Y. So that's B-Y-O-U-R. There you can see what we're uh, up to each week, uh, the guests I have, how to support those guests, what they have been up to. Um... All sorts of stuff. You can see the beautiful art that I make, so check that out. You can also leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. We are lucky to have only had good ratings uh, and reviews. Uh, and if you leave one that's uh, not mean-spirited or bigoted, I'll even read it on the show. You can, of course, share the show with a friend, whether they love the game we're discussing today, video games in general, uh, or anything, really. Just share it with somebody. And of course, as you'll probably hear an ad for, you can check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash supernpcradio, where we uh, just have a, a ridiculous amount of uh, other video game podcast content from this show to video games, a comedy show, Super NPCs, which is a weekly show I do with producer Jeremy Schmidt every week on whatever topic we want. We're doing the Metal Gear 
Solid Games Club this year, which is uh, our for the first half of the year, something that our guest for this episode might enjoy and also uh, be involved with. Um, but uh, we have a ton of stuff that we're doing over there. Uh, so go ahead and check us out again at patreon.com slash supernpcradio. If you like me and you like uh, what I have to say about games, you're going to enjoy what you find there. That's it uh, for all of the housekeeping that we did today. And we'll finally introduce our guest for this episode. Please welcome from the Super Gamer Boys podcast, Garrett Morlang. Welcome. Hey, how's it going? Oh, you know, it is just so grand. As I, I was telling you uh, before the show, I fought off uh, the the drowsies, the sleepies, <laughs> a nap. And so I'm actually got a lot more energy, I think, since we started talking and helped ha- having to engage with the person. So uh, I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Good. good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, definitely interact. Human interaction makes a huge difference uh, with, yeah, kind of getting your, I don't know, it's not necessarily the adrenaline going, but just kind of helps you yes. like wake up a little bit. Uh, I, I, I have one of those days once in a while. Like, I work from home. And my office yeah. is separate from the house. Like it's like in a shed out on the side of the property. So I'll go all day sometimes, like not see my wife or kids or like talk to anyone. Yes. And I, I totally get you, dude. Like by the end of the day, I'm like, I'm so tired. I'm so exhausted. Like I didn't work any harder, but just no social interaction, <laughs> no social interaction. It's, it's It sucks, um, which uh, I'm glad we just talked about that because that very much uh, plays into the game that we're going to be talking about later. Just <laughs> that, that was totally, totally oh, yeah. unintentional there. That was really cool. Uh, <laughs> hey, you know, it, it happens. And, and I think in more ways than one, we will, it's going to be interesting to see how this game is uh, unfortunately far more relevant uh, since it came out than we maybe would have hoped uh, in just society as we know. Um, but Garrett, it's so good to have you here. Of course, um, I have had uh, your co-host on the show before, Mr. Adrian Holmes, a.k.a. Homeboy. He uh, came on to talk about Diddy Kong Racing. Yes. He also has been on for uh, a co-op episode that we did on Metroid Dread, which actually came on your show yes. for a little episode to do. But you're a part of the, the Super Gamer Boys podcast. Is there anything that you'd like to share with the listener about your show and what you do there, but also anything else about yourself that uh, that you want to, again, and again, I've, I've had said this disclaimer before, this is public, <laughs> this Garrett. Is, anything you want to share oh about man, yourself? So public. Aye. Okay. Uh, now, um, yeah, so I am <laughs> one of three of the Super Gamer Boys podcast. Um, Adrian's the other one. And then uh, my buddy JJ, he, he's on there once in a while. You know, he's kind of, he's a guy who shows up and tells funny jokes and looks pretty and then leaves. Uh, <laughs> we, we love, <laughs> what a we life. Love JJ. Um, but uh, yeah, one of three on Super Gamer Boys. It's a weekly show that, uh, yeah, we dive into the previous week's video game news and uh, mm. kind of give our you know two cents for what it's worth on on the news we do a lot of listener questions that that tends to be the uh the more prominent thing at least as of lately we've been having a lot of fun kind of like interacting with the listeners more and you know, taking their questions awesome um, and then uh you know what you're playing segment so it's very laid back um the way we always kind of describe it to friends is it's like having a conversation with your friends that you can't talk back to you know <laughs> you know like it's yeah. very late it's like <laughs> listening in on your friend's conversation talking about video games you know, JJ telling some crazy story of what happened at work at to him that week. And, um, <laughs> yeah, we have a really good time. So if you're just looking for a really laid back gaming podcast, you know, want to hear some, some of the, the news highlights and hear some goofy answers to some silly questions and come check us out. <laughs> 
Yeah. It really is uh, just such a fun show and such a good hang. I, I've gotten to also tune into a few live streams mm. you all have done. I, I think um, I'm sure we're I'm certain we're going to be talking a little bit about Metal Gear Solid on this episode. Uh, I but so. I tuned in. I what what was that stream for? You were playing through the beginning of two. Was that a spe- special stream you were doing? Yeah. So I back oh, when was that? It was end of summer or beginning of fall last year. Uh, I was. Yeah. Um, I've been telling our listeners for a long time, like I'm going to play through the entire Metal Gear series, you know, live and like mm-hmm. put it up on YouTube so everyone can can watch it because everyone knows it's my favorite game series. I, I'm in love with mm-hmm. Hideo Kojima, you know, like all, all this craziness. Um, and yeah. Uh, yeah, so I played through the entirety of one and then played through actually yeah the first part of two. And then I was getting ready to jump into the second part of two on stream like a couple weeks later. And that's when the whole... Uh, um, they took it down off the, all the streaming services. So I was playing it through PlayStation Now on the streaming service. Oh, no. <laughs> so up until just like this last week, actually, I, I didn't have any way to play it. So I to finally like I'm going to I bite the bullet, go on eBay. I bought a PS3. I bought the Metal Gear Solid Legacy yes, Collection. I'm, like, I'm doing this. I got to finish it. I got to play it. Uh, I, I need some way to play it because. Yeah, that was my yeah. only way was just through the PlayStation Now. And Konami screwed me on that one. They're like, hey, no, yoink, we're taking that right off there because uh, was it licensing issues with like some I historical think some of the yeah, footage, right? footage or something crazy. Um, but crazy story about that. I was playing through Metal Gear Solid 1 on stream and mm-hmm. I was like maybe in the last hour, two hours of, of gameplay on that one. And uh, suddenly just out of nowhere i think there's like three people four people watching me our channel a lot of i don't know we stream on and off we're not super consistent so we usually don't have a ton of people chilling in there just random people in and out until out of nowhere we got raided by i forget the name of the channel um but i think it's like they only stream metal gear so i think the name of the channel is like outer heaven or something like that you know based you know based off of big bosses outer (laughs) heaven yeah um (laughs) And I got raided with by like 800 people. Just oh my <laughs> went goodness. from like three to like 800 people. Like, <laughs> what is happening? Like, oh my gosh. How do I, I do was this? <laughs> freaking out for like a hot second. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, what's happening? I, do I need to like shut things down? Like, I saw the chat blow up. I'm like, I, I don't have any mods. Like, I have no idea what's happening. Yes. Um, but it ended up being like the coolest thing. We got a bunch of followers out of it. The people in the chat oh were gosh. so supportive and helpful. Like, obviously, I'm getting the jitters now, like trying to play in front of 800 people. I'm like, oh my gosh, what am yeah. I doing? And they're just helping me, like, oh, it's over there. I'll check this out. You know, do you know about this? And giving me hints and tips. And I don't know. It was a, such an awesome experience. Never had that before. Probably wow. never have it again. But yeah, it was such a bizarre, like out of nowhere kind of thing that happened to me while playing Metal Gear Solid 1. So yeah. Seriously, oh my gosh! I I was so worried for a second you were gonna tell me that like there was like a copyright like strike <laughs> against your channel, like there's some footage in Konami one shut that me down. was struck by like, Twitch. You're out of here, dude. <laughs> that was such a better uh, ending than I uh, thought was gonna or twist that was yeah. coming. Um, that is so cool. Uh, but all that to say, we got down that rabbit hole because I I tuned in to watch you play a, bit, a little bit of. The beginning of Metal Gear uh, Two, Metal Gear Solid Two, rather, um, during the Snake part on the on the ship, which is I just played through that game, and I maybe mentioned it to you, but I, I finished it uh, almost a couple weeks ago now, and man, we could talk about that cool. game some other time, but <laughs> what a game! 
Um, I loved it. Uh, but I also tuned in for your uh, – you covered – you were doing the Game Awards coverage mm. by yourself. Uh, and then Adrian, I think, hopped on via voice. Yeah. But that was so much fun too. So people should also check out your Twitch channel. It's the long way to get yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we uh, – every Monday we stream the episodes live. So, you know, you can catch us on podcast and, right. on, and on YouTube. But just for funsies, we're like, hey, you know what? Like we started this – I don't know, maybe like six months ago where we stream mm-hmm. it live on Monday. We immediately delete the VOD because, you know, our Patreon sub- subscribers will get everything first to their on-demand services. Yes. But um, And then Wednesday, everything goes up for everyone else. But it's been really fun doing that, doing that, like the show live. Uh, it's uh, yeah. definitely keeps me on, on my toes. I got to, you know, watch JJ very closely and make sure like, you know, you just never know <laughs> when he's going to say something really inappropriate. We keep our show more PG-13 just, you know, because, yeah. uh, you know, we want, you know, put it for whatever reason. But um, yeah, it's uh, uh, it's been really fun to have chat interacting and stuff like that. And um, yeah, such a different feeling when like, you know, it's just three of you guys talking on discord call or three of you guys in mm-hmm. front of like you know there's been times where like all of a sudden there's 20 people in the chat and you know chat's popping off or something and it's like oh okay like they're interacting with us they're answering wow. questions and yeah it's just it's a totally different dynamic that i enjoy so yeah we're over on twitch twitch.tv slash the super gamer boys it's our only social media platform that we have the word the in front of Super Gamer Boys because someone else has on Twitch yes. and it sucks. I hate it. <laughs> I think because of that, I always say the Super Gamer yeah. Boys because that was one of the first things I was engaging with you all on was, yeah. was yeah. that. <laughs> um, that's funny. I'll be sure to put um, links to both the podcast and channel and anything else you plug uh, in the show notes so people can just click. Um, aside from your show – uh, any, is there anything else you felt like sharing about yourself or was, is that going to wrap it up for you personally? Um, boy, I mean, I could, uh, I could go on for a while about myself. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> not that I'm like that kind of person, you know, but I just, there's, there's a lot. Uh, I, I live in California now, but, uh, I grew up in upstate New York. Oh yeah, that's I right. I grew up in upstate New York and I've lived in all, all sorts of places. I've lived in Canada for a couple of years. I, uh, I've lived overseas. Uh, so I grew up. Uh, and my, my parents are missionaries. And so I grew up in Papua New Guinea for a couple of years. I lived in Papua New Guinea no way. for like two years. North, it's an island north of Australia. If you don't know even where that is, uh, I know some people, <laughs> I know I didn't know where that is when we first were moving there. Um, but yeah, I guess that's, that's kind of like a cool little tidbit about me. Like I've kind of been around the world a, a little bit and I, I, I miss wow. a lot. Like since, you know, graduating and, uh, you know, once I graduated high school, moved out on my own, I've never really had money to do traveling like that again, but hoping one day my yeah. wife and I can start traveling after we kick the kids out. You know, I have two boys, so. Absolutely. <laughs> Only have, uh, how many years till you get to do that? Cause your kids are really young, yeah, right? Like at least yeah, what, 15 years, more, they're like <laughs> 17, 18 years. I got a long time, but it gives me a long time to save. Right. <laughs> yes, absolutely. That's the way, you know, way to put a very true and positive spin on that. Um, well, Thank you for sharing a little bit about yourself and um, and and your show. Again, people, please check it out. Um, but before we get into your history with gaming in general, will you please uh, introduce the title of the game that we're going to talk about for the main event? Yes. So we are going to be talking about um, probably one of the it, it should have won Game of the Year 2019. It's not an old game. I know normally you pick something that's more you know classic and has a lot more sentimental value and this does have sentimental value but more recent 
the hit game from Kojima Productions, directed by Hideo Kojima, produced by Hideo Kojima, designed by Hideo Kojima. <laughs> We're talking about Death Stranding. Um, and uh, I love yeah, it. I'm so stoked. And uh, <laughs> the only reason we're not doing Metal Gear is because you've already done episodes on that. But let me tell you, yes. this game might be up there for one of my favorite Hideo Kojima games. And I'm excited to talk more about it wow. later. <laughs> awesome uh well thanks for introducing it but uh let's do what i previewed moments ago and let's get into your history with video games garrett i'd love to know when you first took an interest in video games in general yeah so i grew up in a home where my dad uh was and still is to this day a gamer um <laughs> my dad is uh yeah. he had you know the atari and all the things that when he was growing up and when i was a young boy uh, in our home, we had the Super Nintendo, we had the NES, we had the Sega Genesis. Eventually, we had the PS1 when it came around. Uh, we just always had all the consoles, and he he loved gaming, and he very quickly introduced me to that. Uh, I think I was, I don't know, my parents have told me before. I, I barely remember it. I think I was about four years old, three or four, when they put a controller in my hand, and I was playing Mario or playing Donkey Kong Country, you know? <laughs> it was, I love it. It's good, good, good old <laughs> classics. Um and uh, yeah, so really from a very, very young age playing video games. And uh, yeah, I, I as a kid, my favorite console was, you know, the PlayStation 1 very quickly. You know, by the time mm -hmm. I was really old enough to understand games a little more, uh, that's more of the time period was when the PS1 was out. Um, still love playing those retro games, but there's something about playing like your, your console, you know, like the one that's for your yes. generation a little bit. Well, I mean, I was seven but you know <laughs> what i like to pretend was Still. my generation uh yeah and that's where i got introduced to you know characters like crash bandicoot and spyro um uh hits like uh rally cross i know a lot of people probably don't even know what that one is i love rally cross it's one of my favorites on i'm clueless over here one. but it sounds great um, that's a fun one with the multi-tap you get four players together oh. and <laughs> wreak some havoc in, in rally cross or sled storm that was a fantastic one the snowmobile racing game now you made that sled one up storm. rally cross i believe is sled real storm is 100 real and there's even a sequel <laughs> on playstation 2 if i remember right which was completely different than the original one uh oh my god the original one was very like uh like it had it, it was very realistic quote unquote <laughs> as you mm. could be on playstation one <laughs> with a snowmobiling game um and i remember the ps2 version being like very futuristic and like you could do crazy upgrades and like jetpacks on your snowmobiles and stuff like that I'm like what is happening yeah. what is this game <laughs> this is not like the original um but uh yeah and also where i was introduced to uh my love metal gear solid uh <laughs> wow um i do have a question yeah, for you yeah. i know i've heard it, th that game is so fascinating because I've heard a few different ways that people were introduced. Was this something that were you like a, a demo disc kid? They got introduced to it that way. Was it uh, like just something you were anticipating coming out? Do you remember it all? Um, so I, we, we, we did have all the demos, you know, all the, the Pizza Hut demos and different ones that came out. So much fun. And, nice. Um, I do remember playing a demo of it, but for me, as a kid, I you know I, I didn't get gaming magazines or anything like that until I was a little bit older. Um, mm -hmm. So really, it was just whatever I would happen to see at Walmart as we went through the gaming aisle or whatever my dad brought home. Because like I said, he's a gamer, so he'd bring all sorts of stuff yeah. home. Um, and uh, yeah, so for for Metal Gear, 
I remember playing a demo and not really, you know, thinking twice about it because as a kid, even it's like, oh, the game is just that demo. Like I would play, <laughs> which one was it? Oh man, I think there was a demo with like Apexcape or something on it. I I never uh-huh. owned Apexcape as a kid, but I played the demo like hundreds of times. And to me, like, <laughs> is it like a level? I think it was like maybe, yeah, maybe a level or two. And <laughs> I, I adored yeah. it. And I, to, to me, like that was the game and I was completely content. Um, but yeah, so for Metal Gear, I played the demo didn't couldn't really care less about it because, you know, I was like, I was happy with that demo. Like, oh, that was a fun experience. Yeah. And then when my dad brought home the actual game and I remember watching him play through it. And then when I was even at an age where finally like he's like hey do you want to play it you want to try it i'm like heck yeah i do dad yeah Uh, and him sitting next to me i don't know i had to be came out in 98 and i i probably played it in 99 so at that point i was what six or seven years old yeah yeah i was very young (laughs) it might have been 2000 by the time i played it uh because it was, yeah. I, I would have been like, yeah, seven years old there. Um, and man, I remember immediately like just adoring the stealth mechanics. I don't know what it was like mm-hmm. just as a kid, like we would play spy. We would play like, you know, or like play yeah. army guy, but we were always like stealthy, sneaking around, stuff like that. G.I. Joe, we played with G.I. Joe. So we had all those characters and we were already kind of thinking like in that mindset. And so to get this video game that mm-hmm. encapsulated everything that we would pretend you know in real life with our gi joes or our toys and stuff oh man like here we are now like i get to play this world of these crazy villains and (laughs) like um yeah absolutely just at that point just beautiful graphics like it looks so real (laughs) yeah uh, i even still to this day again having come to it much later i didn't play it uh until when i when i did the episode on metal gear solid with good friend of the show mikey stevens which was episode two so over two years ago now i had the bs classic played or played up until the first uh and forgive me if you've heard me talk about this before but talk played up until the first sniper wolf battle when you have to you know backtrack through the whole base and <laughs> I, I don't remember being consciously being like this is stupid but i did stop playing i and i don't know if it was because i got busy with other stuff or what but finally last year um over during the during 2020 i did get a playstation one uh off of ebay and one of the games i got was metal gear solid so i started that in like last march close to a year ago now i played all the way up until the where you where you climb the stairs Uh, in that game like the 28 flights of stairs yeah and I will say for certain I stopped playing because that bothered the hell out of me. I've been running I was just for like, five minutes. Is... What's happening? <laughs> I just couldn't. They kept I kept dying. Yeah. It was so frustrating. But I finally came back to it in the first couple of weeks of January and almost in one night finished the game and suddenly was like in love. And so but all that again, I'm very long winded. This is something that if you don't know, you're learning. But uh the animation in that game is really cool. And nowadays, of course, it doesn't look realistic, but I love the models and I love the way that you don't, their lips don't move. It's not like their mouths are moving, but their faces are shifting around like puppets. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm pulling that from a different podcast I listened to for sure. But once I heard it, I was like, oh, that's exactly what's happening. And it was really charming yeah. to me personally. Yeah, you notice. So I love the it, look it's of that It's the game. head bobs and movements and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's like 
there's so much emotion and <laughs> like uh just yeah uh, i i don't even know the word i'm looking for but yeah there's so much emotion and just um yeah it's crazy what they can do with so little pixels like <laughs> they yeah. can they can make you feel things and think things and like assume things even about the character without you actually being able to see it happening which is bizarre, bizarre. yes it's genius <laughs> Hideo, Hideo uh, so Kojima like you know, directed the hell out of that game it's crazy <laughs> oh yeah um oh god this is I mean this I guess is related to you and your history with gaming have you ever gone back to play or toy around with the uh, Metal Gear 1 or I know there's two versions of the second Metal Gear but uh, those, not solid, but the, right. pre- the previous yeah, ones. Yeah, so the ones on the MSX and eventually there was a port on the NES and stuff like that, I have actually never never touched those. Um, I take that back. I think I tried Metal Gear, so the very, very first one from, mm-hmm. what, like 89 or something like that. Uh, yeah. 80, it was like sometime in the 80s. Uh, I played like for five or ten minutes, maybe, and I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> this is a hard game. <laughs> it is very <laughs> difficult. I would love, love, love to play them one day, uh, especially mm-hmm. now I have access to them again. You know, I have the PS3 because yes. um, I think they're on in the HD collection. They are they're included in uh, what is it? Uh, Snake Eater. You open up the Snake Eater matter menu and they're both there. Metal Gear and Metal Gear 2. So I was wondering how to access that yep. because I I also <laughs> also garrett within the last month bought a ps3 yes. <laughs> for the first time and the and that's the that was the first game i got was the legacy collection and i i mean i was only just trying to play two metal gear solid 2 at the time but i was curious so you've answered yes. that question for me yes. i really so if you want to play the, the original ones they're under uh you go to sneak eater trying the main menu um but yeah i remember trying it out and be like nope uh not right now <laughs> like maybe another time <laughs> i don't know maybe never yes. who knows fair, fair, fair. i'm very happy with the metal gear solid you know storyline i know it connects but it's like you know what i'm happy with what i've got so far let's not uh, spoil a good thing you know <laughs> yes okay thank you for humoring me i was i was just curious um f- so maybe you know following metal gear solid one and that experience that it was for you are there some other uh you know maybe meaningful games in that next period of your life whether we're talking like ps2 or the 360 generation i'm just curious yeah um boy uh so many uh <laughs> for me <laughs> so ps2 really the most memorable games for me uh were metal gear solid 2 which you mentioned but uh yep. i i was part of a rock band guitar hero family so literally like by the time i got a ps2 and you know a couple years in my cousin got guitar hero one guitar hero two you know he'd start getting you know every time a new one came out he he had to get it um and that that was our jam like that that's probably what i played the most for about six years (laughs) it's just thousands of hours of guitar hero and then eventually rock band like that's that was my life for a long time i played other games here and there but that's honestly like the the only game series that i can like i remember to be honest like like if i wanted to you know go back and be like okay what other games i play for ps2 man i'd I'd really have to kind of like look around and fish around because my memory is just packed full of hundreds of hours uh, and or like I said, possibly even thousands. It was insane how much we played. Just, I would go, <laughs> go over to my cousin's house and just 
either playing guitar or once rock band came out, like I, I always got stuck on microphone. I didn't like singing, but I got really good at yeah. it, you know, at least, well, nice. at least in rock band terms, you know, I, I, I'm not going to sing anything well, for you now because it'd be really <laughs> bad. But as far as, well, it, you know, you're in luck because it translates directly. <laughs> directly. Yeah. If you can play guitar yeah. on expert in, in rock band and guitar hero, <laughs> you can definitely play electric guitar in real life. That's how it works. Oh, for sure. Um, so yeah, that, that's kind of my, the, the next era for me was like moving, moving out of, uh, the more story driven stuff to more just party mm-hmm. games really is what I played for a long time. That's, that's so much fun. I, I, it's cool because I feel like Guitar Hero, at least in like the sort of gaming zeitgeist has had a, uh, is in a little bit of a renaissance and suddenly I'm like seeing and hearing more people, whether it be in my immediate friend group or like on Twitter who are like seeking out the old instruments oh, because suddenly <laughs> I know I, I had, I only had one, I had it on the Wii. I had Guitar Hero 3, but I could not tell you for the life of me where that is. Uh, it's gone. It's long gone, but I'd love to get one someday. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I, to this day, even, like, I have the Spotify playlist with all the songs, and I just, like, adore those songs because, you know, I and I can sing them all by heart, like, front to back, back to front. Yeah. And, you know, I know all the drum beats because, you know, I, I'd either do mic or drums, and, man, I could I could jam all day on, on those rubber drums. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, well, I know we'll, there's more I'm sure we could talk about in your video game history. And truly, if you have stuff you want to share, like the floor is yours. But before we uh, – just in case you don't, I'll lead you to another potential couple final questions for me, which is has there been a game aside from the one we're talking about today, maybe a game or two that have been particularly impactful for you in the last couple years of your life? Yeah. Um for me, probably the biggest one, I can think of one really that, man, really, when it first came out, I did not enjoy it all. I play like a little bit of it and I put it down. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm, I'm done. Like, I'm good. Like I, okay. it was a series that I didn't, there was earlier games on PlayStation two and maybe three, maybe, mm-hmm. I don't remember now, um, that, uh, I never touched. And so I, I didn't have an interest in the series until, um, is when I became a dad and the series is God of War. Oh, yes. You responded to a tweet of mine when I finished this. Yes. Uh, go ahead. Please talk about this. Yeah, so Beck, I I'd never played the original games and I still haven't to this day, um, which a lot of people are like, probably going to be like, what? You've never played any God of War? No, never touched the original ones. No idea what they're even about. Yep. I've watched, you know, the 10 minute video on IGN telling me what the story is. So I felt like I was all right. Yeah. Um, jumped into <laughs> God of War 2018 and immediately it was just like, eh, this is fine. Like it's whatever. Just kind of moved on. And at that point, um, cause yeah, I'm trying to remember when exactly it came out. Was it spring? Do you remember? I think it was spring, perhaps May or April of 2018. Yes. I just quick did a little Google to see if I could find it real quick. Um, I can't, it's, it's not showing up, but yeah, so it was whenever, I think it was the beginning of 2018. Um, yeah. and I just wasn't feeling it. Well, it was yeah. like, what was it? Eight or nine months later, uh, <laughs> I had a, uh, my first son. So he was born in, in, in the fall in, uh, 2018 and wow. I was home and, uh, just, 
you know, on paternity leave, I'm like, okay, what, what am I going to do here? Like, let's pick up this game. Let's play it. You know, I have time. I got nothing else. I'm just holding yeah. this kid. <laughs> and, uh, boy, I picked it up and I have probably never, I can't think of another time where I've like binged through a game so quickly. And <laughs> for me though, like I was just eating up the story and that connection mm-hmm. of Kratos, this guy who, I mean, we don't really know whether he wanted to be a dad or not. He definitely didn't seem like you really wanted to be a dad. This guy yeah. <laughs> who could care less about this kid um, just lost his wife. I, I didn't lose my wife, so I didn't connect on that front. But like he, he just had so much. Yeah. Um, yeah, just so much like against him as well from his past and so like all these demons mm-hmm. he's fighting. And then to have this son and the whole game for me, like anytime there's any moment between them, like, man, like I would just choke up and yeah. And for me, it was just like this realizing like, oh man, like I'm a dad now. And it's not that I didn't want to be a dad, (laughs) but it was just feeling so inadequate, which again, you could see in the game, like Kratos so many times is it's more, more so like he just didn't know. He, he just felt inadequate. He felt like he didn't know. He felt like he mm-hmm. was probably drowning at times, you know, trying like, what in the world am I doing raising this kid? Like, I'm literally this like beast of a man that just knows how to kill people. And I have to raise yeah. my <laughs> son now. Um, and for me, you know, again, <laughs> very different. I'm not I'm no warrior or soldier or anything, but it's just like, I'm, I'm Which just. Which if the listener could see on Zoom, they'd have a hard time believing that, buddy. Oh, wow. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> I'm saying you look like you could murder someone is yeah, what I'm saying. I know. I get that a lot from my, my co-hosts. They call me crazy, psycho, you know, you know, <laughs> I, I get all the crazy names. Rude. No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Um, but yeah, so for me, it was just like this feeling of, boy, I feel so inadequate. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just a dude. Like I work mm-hmm. and I play video games and who am I to raise this baby? And yeah, man, yeah, so many times like I would just tear up and feel so emotional during the game because I'm just connecting so hard with with Kratos where he's just like learning to love his son and figuring out how to, um, yeah, show him love, show him respect, how to teach him, how to train him and not just like yell at him like, boy, you know, yes, <laughs> or even like towards the beginning of the game, one of my boy is such an intense moment where he's just like don't oh shoot now now i'm blanking on it um oh do you oh man i feel so dumb not not knowing this now i was just about to say is he like reprimanding atreus for some reason or he i now now i'm butchering it i feel really bad because i it was like right there on the tip of my head and i lost it but it's the (laughs) the gist of it was kind of like you know don't 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 try but like like you know just do better kind of thing um mm-hmm. man i feel really bad that i can't remember this quote everyone's gonna be screaming at the radios right now like it's blah, it's this i feel like i can hear uh, them we're recording this in the past yeah. i'm sorry guys you know don't you know what don't listen don't, to my show i'm, I'm an idiot i don't know i'm just kidding <laughs> oh no no they were all surprised it's too too late um but yeah at, it, there's this moments like that where he says things to his son at the beginning and i'm just like oh my gosh like I almost felt like at times he was speaking to me and then towards the end of the game, it's like, mm. oh man, like this is even like seeing myself kind of like projecting onto my, the, my, this baby that I can't even communicate yes. with. But yeah, just this like, oh man, like I, I need to learn like 
how do I communicate with him? Because everyone's different. Like, and, and by communicate, I don't, don't, don't just mean teaching him how to talk, but, you know, is he yeah. someone, you know, do I have to be stern, more stern with my son? Is he going to be more sensitive? I need to like, hey, dude, like, you know, come alongside him and give him a hug. Like every, every kid's yeah. different. And it's such a journey. And yeah, it was just a very challenging game for me personally. And then, mm. yeah, it, it, it really meant a lot to me um, playing through that story. And, and which is so crazy for a franchise for a series I had no connection to before to then like so closely like bond with his father son relationship thing, yeah. just being a brand new father. It was very, very bizarre. <laughs> Gosh, I just want to cut out everything you just said and put it in the co-op episode that we did because uh, we did the the last co-op episode we did, which is I'm sure I'm sure everyone's familiar, but it's a group uh, book club style show, very similar to the book club series that we do once a month, themed uh, branded off of the show "Call Me by Your Game," where we tackle a big game. We did God of War 2018 in December, so yeah. I'm just gonna go ahead and edit yeah, that in go. retroactively because that was wonderful and very I, poignant. It, um, it was killing me what that quote was. So so everyone can calm down. He says, don't be sorry, be better. That's what he said. And it's oh, just like, man. oh, man. And I mean, on one hand, it's like, I was like, okay, well, note to self, that's not something to say to your son. And on the other hand, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it almost felt like he was speaking to me, like, don't be sorry, like, don't yeah. like wallow in your mistakes, like, just fix it and yes. be better. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, Kratos, okay, dad. <laughs> yeah. I get, I message received, <laughs> yeah. buddy. Uh, I I feel like I really resonated with yeah. that in very similar reasons when I heard it. I was like, oh, he's talking yeah. to me. <laughs> um, dude, well, thank you for sharing about your experience with that game. Um, uh, is, there, is there anything you're just like, I can't leave this out of my history of gaming before we uh, move on to some other stuff? Hmm. No, I think, uh, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, like I said before, okay. I could go on forever. I've been a gamer since birth, but, you know, I think we hit the major milestones and the... Yeah, and I'm, I'm really excited to talk about the game next. So. <laughs> I, I love it. There is, you know, I'm, sometimes when I sit down with people, because I don't always have people who are big gamers or real, really even lovers of video games in general on the show. Sometimes it's someone who has played a few games in their life. They watch their brother play Soul Calibur 2 and have special memories of it. I'm speaking about my friend Victoria Longwell. Oh. But Victoria's experiences aren't weren't um, – numerous but i could probably sit down with someone like you and just make that the whole podcast for an hour and a half uh but that's for another time uh garrett thanks so much for sharing about your history with games in general um like i told you before we're going to take a quick break and then when we come back we'll talk all about your experience with death stranding how about that Sounds great all right well i'll see you on the other side i know your voice i know your this is something I cannot replace Give me hope and give me doubt Well, I loved you then, but I don't love you now I'm a long way from home so we're a long way from home Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game, here, of course, to discuss Death Stranding, a game that I don't know if you know this, but it's by Hideo Kojima, uh, of course, with Garrett Morlang. Garrett, welcome back. Hey, thank you for, for having me back. Uh, I was afraid that after, you know, when we went to break, you were going to kick me out and be like, dude, you're done. 
go on. But uh, yeah, he kept me. He let me stay. So that was nice. Thank you so much. You are more than welcome. And I'm just like, this is this has been told to me by so many guests to where I'm like, what vibe am I giving off? Everyone is so afraid I'm going to kick them <laughs> off. So I gotta, I'm going to think about it. I'm going to listen to it. Uh, I'm sure it's how I'm just getting us back into it, but really do some deep yeah, thinking. No. You know um, what? There's, there's but, no vibes you're giving off. You know, we're all just pulling, we're all in on it. We're all just pulling your leg. We're just messing okay. with you. You are the most welcoming, oh. the most kind. And uh, yeah, I really appreciate you as a host. You've been great. So, Oh my gosh. Now I don't feel, now, okay, scratch that. I'm not looking back at anything. I'm going to be more headstrong. <laughs> um, well, I'm glad we're here because we're, of course, like I already said, going to talk about Death Stranding before we get into um, your actual experience with the game, I just want to give the listeners a little history and context about this thing. So I'm going to start sharing uh, about from these uh, very, uh, very basic Wikipedia <laughs> paragraphs that I have. But of course, I'm going to try to leave it open to you to jump in if you'd like. And if, But also, if you just want to uh, leap in and share something that's important, again, please right. do. Um, but here we go. Death Stranding is an action game. I guess that's... Who knows how you could describe it? We'll hear from Garrett Moore. Uh, developed by uh, Kojima Productions. It is the first game from director Hideo Kojima uh, after his split from Konami in 2015. Um, this is probably not that important to your experience with the game, but were you... Uh, I was not aware of any of this. I don't even know. think I could have told you who Hideo Kojima was before the year 2018. Um, well, I know. Shame on me, but... <laughs> Did you remember this happening? Were you following this like fallout and split or was it off your radar? Um, no, I was uh, I, I was paying attention to it kind of from a distance at that point. Mm -hmm. uh, it was right around the time. It was right after I got married. So at this point, okay. uh, there was a lot going on, just you know, getting used to having another human <laughs> in my home. Um, <laughs> yes. But uh, yeah, very, very kind of distantly I was, I was watching it. And uh, yeah, no, it was uh, very very shocking very uh yeah just absolutely crazy like the whole situation that went down reading back on stuff now that happened and i mean obviously no one really knows what happened but the theories that they're coming out um yeah konami is just uh yeah and uh they're 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 not in, not in a good way. I'm trying to think of a nice way to put it. They're uh yeah they don't even make games anymore. They don't anymore. do anything anymore. It's really sad cuz they have so many amazing franchises that they're just kind of yeah. like, eh, nah, we're good. Like, we're just going to keep making yeah, our it really pachinko is machines or whatever they make over there. And like, that's that's what they yeah. do, mobile games and pachinko. And like, all right, you do you, I guess. Um, so I guess in that sense, I'm glad K uh, Kojima left because he could keep making games. If he'd be stuck there, he'd be yep. doing nothing. So, Yeah. Um, it What a bummer. Was just sort of, was just sort of curious. Um, this game, however was published by Sony Interactive Entertainment for the PlayStation 4 uh, in actually on November 8th, 2019, a whole week before my birthday. Uh, seven days exactly. I know the listeners counting at home. I'm expecting I'm putting that my next year. Uh, by f Thank you. Uh, also, when's your, this is not important. I've never asked a guest this, but when's your birthday, Garrett? Uh, my birthday is October 16th. So, Oh, dude, we are so, so we are, we almost have the same uh, sign. Uh, not that I know anything about that, but my mom is the 18th. So, uh, and I think, yeah, this is not important, but thank you for sharing. October 16th. I don't know anything about the, you know, um, the, the astrological sign. Hey, either, the fall is so. a great time yeah, of the year. I love it. Fall. Yeah. I love the, the fall. Uh, it's awesome. But uh, this was uh, 
published um, then by uh, 505 Games, also for Windows in 2019. Uh, a director's cut version was released for the PS5 in September 2021, so just this last year, and will be released for Windows in March of 2022, so next month. Have you uh, played the PS5 director's cut at all, or were you just the original version? <laughs> so <laughs> I I, bought, <laughs> I played it at launch on the PlayStation 4 um, nice. and absolutely adored it. When it came out on PC, I bought it again on PC. Um, yeah. I didn't play through it entirely, but I played a good chunk on PC. And then when the director's cut was announced for PlayStation 5, uh, any any people who ever who ever listened to my show in the past, uh, which probably none of you guys, so yeah, this doesn't make sense to anyone, but uh, they're, they're all, all here. here. Everyone's here. Um, I was not really game to buy ps5 i'm like i'm totally fine not everything's coming to playstation 4 i can play all the games it's totally yeah. fine the second they announced that i'm like i need to buy playstation 5 now <laughs> so i <laughs> i didn't i never thought i'd hear someone say that that game was the reason they'd get yes. one that's amazing so i put i followed all the accounts on twitter all the trackers like everything i got notifications and i hunted down a ps5 and i got one just so i could Nice. buy the game for a third time on playstation 5 <laughs> and let me tell you wow. i uh i again that one i only played for just a short while and then kind of put it down because a bunch of other games came out around that time and i didn't have time mm-hmm. to jump into it um but preparing for this episode i'm like i'm gonna jump back in and play it and oh man this yes. last week i got the bug again and i even told Ooh. my buddy i'm like i think i'm gonna platinum this game like i've only planned one other one game in my entire life uh-huh. and it was actually ratchet and clank uh rift apart for ps5 oh wow. uh, i adored that game it was fantastic that was my first game i ever ever platinumed and i'm like i, I feel like it's i'm doing a disservice to death stranding by not platinuming it so apparently it's going to take like 100 hundred some hours or something to do but i'm oh like i gosh. gotta do it uh, and of course when the director's cut comes out on pc i'll have to go ahead and buy it there too because yeah i have to you gotta bring in the four horsemen of the apocalypse <laughs> which is four <laughs> copies of this game i you know um it, even, keep me posted let me know if you platinum yeah, this. even if i have to single-handedly you know pay hideo kojima's <laughs> salary i will i'll do whatever it takes to so he can keep making games so Wow. What if you are a one of a kind wow. fan? Uh, thank you. Uh, that's, that's awesome. Uh, I didn't, didn't expect it to go that way when I asked <laughs> I bought, that question. That's yeah, incredible. I, I'm insane. I'm a little bit crazy. Uh, I wish this, this podcast was video because my top shelf behind me on my little set is my little Hideo Kojima shrine. So I have action figures from Metal Gear Solid. I have a Liquid Snake. Is that Revolver? Uh, so it's Liquid Snake. Oh, it's Liquid. Solid Snake. I have a little Solid Snake Ducky. Uh, I got copies of the games <laughs> I have for Death Stranding. I have a beat, full-size BB. I have a mask. I got it all. I got a model kit over there I got to put together of a trike, the trike, the bike that's in the game. Oh, my gosh. Dude, I'm, Dude. I'm in. So if, if, anyone, if anyone is questioning whether I like Death Stranding or not, I, I got it all. I, Maybe. I'm in. <laughs> Would would you do me a favor? Yes. Uh, I'm going to just in, in advance. Just know I'm going to ask for a uh, a picture of you to post with the with the show art, like you've probably mm-hmm. seen. But also, I want you to take a picture of that shelf for okay. me yeah. uh, and send me a picture of that, so I can post it as well as the picture of you in the cover oh, art. I, I will make. do. Will do. <laughs> um, 
Awesome. Well, let's talk really quick about the the game's setting. Mm-hmm. Um, the what I have here is that the game is set in the United States following a cataclysmic event, which uh, which caused destructive creatures to begin roaming the earth. And player the player controls Sam Bridges, which a lot of people recognize as the actor Norman Reedus, uh, who is a courier tasked with delivering supplies to isolated colonies and reconnecting them via a wireless comms network. Um, uh, anything else, or is there any anything you like to clarify, or any uh, contextual things we should know about the setting? Yeah, I mean, it's. <laughs> or is there Boy. stuff you don't want to share? No, I mean, I I, <laughs> I would be happy to share. Uh, this game definitely is uh, <laughs> hard, very difficult to to describe. Sometimes, I mean, as with any Kojima game, it's definitely the mm-hmm. way it goes. But um, yeah, I mean that that pretty much nails it on the head. Um, I mm-hmm. mean, the cataclysmic event is, uh, yeah, it's, so. At the beginning, it said that the genre is action game. I guess from a very general standpoint, that's kind of what it is. Tech, technically, mm-hmm. Kojima calls it a strand game, whatever that means. He does. That's right. <laughs> that's the genre is strand game. Um, but yeah, it's a. I guess it could be an action game with there's some supernatural elements, even some light, not horror, but kind of like thriller. It's, it gets like spooky at times. Um, and uh, man, yeah. Uh, very very surreal and very uh very neat setting that he built um and that's honestly one of the, like the probably my favorite things about the world there's a lot of favorite things about this game but one of them is definitely mm-hmm. the gorgeous setting um you know in in the game there uh it's the it is post-apocalyptic but it's probably the most beautiful post-apocalyptic you know landscape i've ever seen like i will we it's might gorgeous. talk more about it later if we get into some gameplay stuff, but that's like what drew me in is just how mm-hmm. relaxing it was. It was a game, the first game I ever yeah. played that was just like, ah, I'm going to sit back in my beer and just like do some deliveries. And it was just like, yeah, like just phenomenal soundtrack and music with the beautiful scenery. Um, but uh, yeah, featuring uh, one Norman Reedus, Daryl Dixon from Walking Dead in there, which yes. is uh, such an interesting choice and from what i've heard actually it wasn't necessarily kojima's first choice i forget what his first choice was um but because they had the relationship from pt i don't know if you remember that uh it Mm kind of i've never i never interacted with it but i'm i'm aware of yeah yeah so they he uh, kojima and guillermo del toro have a really close relationship guillermo uh got norman reedus one of his first acting gigs and so guillermo basically called norman reedus up and was like hey Hideo Kojima or this game, this game designer is going to call you and ask you to be in his game. Just say yes. And Norman Reedus was like, uh, okay. And so Kojima called him and says, Hey, do you want to be in my game? And Norman's like, I have to say yes. And so he did. And this is about PT or Death Stranding? Uh, so this was about Death Stranding. So okay, yeah, so they wow. had a relationship before, but again, that kind of blew up because of Konami, all that whole fiasco yeah. that happened got taken right off the store project scrapped but yeah for this next game yeah he got the call <laughs> and such a such a bizarre uh situation there but um honestly yeah, a lot of people i feel like it's a lot of people's gripes the game honestly is yeah having hmm. norman reedus he's not uh especially and especially in this game he, he he's kind of very toned down he's not really an in-your-face actor you know again at least in this game and even like in walking dead i feel like Mm -hmm. he's very like laid back very quiet very chill at least in the seasons i've watched um and so yeah like 
a lot of people like really didn't like that. Like there's, there's not really a character happening there. And, but I don't know for, for mm. me, I felt like it almost helps you become the character more in the game when the yeah. character isn't, doesn't have as a huge personality. Like, yeah, he's got his quirks and totally. he's got his ability. He's got this, that, and the other thing. But when you have a character that he's got his monsters, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the energy drink. Yeah. Oh, dude, he's got <laughs> monsters. Let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, when uh, yeah, you, you get you get this character that's kind of a little a little more on 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 the bland side, it's like, oh, that's fine because not only is it you know it looks awesome because Norman Reedus, I think he's like one of the coolest looking. Like I love his hair. You know, he's he's like an yeah. interesting personality, but he doesn't have too much personality to like make you feel like oh i'm playing this character it's like no i feel like i'm kind of playing this game and i am the character which is kind of a cool little thing i don't know if that i'm sure that was intentional with hideo kojima because everything's very intentional but um very yeah. very interesting choice there like it wasn't like trying to create the next blockbuster character like solid snake it's like oh you know what? let's let's pick someone that you can kind of take their shoes and take their place there Absolutely. Um, yeah, he's very, very, very recognizable. It's I'm sure the first thing I ever like even noticed about seeing like a trailer or a picture of the game's cover. Um, he's not the only celebrity who's in this game. There's a ton of actors and also there's some people who aren't you wouldn't think of as actors like uh, Guillermo del Toro is in this game. Nicholas Winding Refn, who are both directors. Um, Conan O'Brien <laughs> makes an appearance in this game. Uh, it, it way and way more people too. Um, it's in Mads Mikkelsen, of course. Oh, um, there, there's plenty of people, but um, this game uh, when it after it debuted, and this is the last little thing I have, is that it received uh, generally favorable reviews with critics praising its voice acting, soundtrack, and visuals with more mixed opinions regarding the gameplay and story. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like most people that I talked to who played it actually, I mean, they love those aspects of it. So maybe if you don't stick with it, it's maybe just not for you. But if you do, you're going to really like yeah. it. Um, it was nominated for and won several awards, including uh, being nominated for Game of the Year, which... 2019 what one that was it control um or because i know resident evil 2 remake came out um, um oh, sekiro 2019 was control yes control okay that was a really strong year um uh or no anyway, sorry i take uh, it it was sekiro yeah. one sorry i take that back Con oh sekiro control one. one i think uh it wasn't the game awards it was was it die Maybe like direction or, or something like that uh, I think I think I think oh, it won Game gotcha. of the Year with one of the other Game Award uh, thing, but yeah, no, Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice won that year. Um, but yeah, it, okay. it was a strong gotcha. year. Sekiro, Control, Death Stranding, Resident Evil Two remake, Smash Brothers Ultimate, Outer Worlds. Like, oh my gosh, was, I forgot they were counting that from like 2018 because it was a little late. Right. Uh, um, but still, anyway, this game is really well regarded. Um, is there anything, you know? around the history and context that you think is important to share before we get into your personal experience yeah so i i th i think one of the, the 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 and you kind of brought it up where um a lot of the reviews that were more unfavorable just and they all use this phrase like oh it's just a walking simulator it's just a fedex you know ups delivery man simulator and uh, i just i don't know i guess on the record i just want to clarify like that's like yes but it's it's so much more than that like i just wish people would yeah. stick through it um because yeah reading those reviews i remember at the time when they were coming out and um before i had played it 
and the really favorable reviews, I'm like, okay, yeah, no, this is awesome. It sounds great. This sounds so good. And then reading some of the negative ones is it's like, oh, that's like, see, it almost it feels like they played a completely different game sometimes, like the, yeah. the reviews you're huh. reading. Um, and then so when, when I finally had a chance to get my hands on it, I jumped in. And I think, I think you hit the nail on the head where people who just stuck with it, man, you get so much more. It's, it's, it's a slow start, but Kojima, and that's, this is something I love with all of his games. Like he, he really does know how to tell a story. Like, does it get a little crazy? Does it look, you know, it can, (laughs) he, he, he goes down some rabbit trails. He, he brings in some crazy characters and personalities. He might get a little, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. A little distracted here and there, and kind of uh, make yeah. it a little complicate, overcomplicate things. But I don't know. I I I I really love his style of storytelling. So for me, like I think it was around like chapter. I usually tell most people if you can stick out through like chapter three of the game, three or four, like it just takes off after that with like such an incredible story that you know I'll talk more about in a bit. That just again like really grip my heartstrings like it's moments mm. in this game where, where i was tearing up and crying i'm not a very emotional guy i feel like i talk about god of war like how i cried talk about this game i teared up i usually uh, the evidence is mounting I, I like usually don't cry i don't really show too much crazy emotion like i'll show a little mm-hmm. not too much and boy these games is yeah death stranding really hit, hit me hard a few times i'm like oh my gosh like oh man so yeah this beautiful beautiful story there so i i just before we even get deeper into it please just give it a shot if you haven't played it and you're listening to me play talk about it right now like please give it a shot it's so good and it's always on sale you know <laughs> just, just yeah. go get it and i i i, I think i got I think it people would enjoy like, it if they just gave it a chance yeah i uh, that's what i hear from people who like you played it to at least through the main story um I got it for like I want to say like fifteen bucks on like a Best Buy sale on PS4 yeah. in 2020, and I mean I I played must have played three hours and was so intrigued. And it was one again. I feel like I do this with a lot of games where I'll play a game and I'll even really like it. If I won't remember why I stopped playing it, I will get distracted by other yeah. things. Um, but anyway, let's get into your personal experience of this you said of course you played this on launch of course you were anticipating this game um what is something that you know sticks out to you about the game immediately um game wise that you want to talk about yeah so uh for me it really really comes down to um and this was all kind of set up in a lot of the teasers like that's something we didn't really talk about is Mm. there was years of just these very mysterious cryptic teasers that gave yeah, us like three gave years. us nothing absolutely nothing like <laughs> i remember going on the subreddit and people just like dissecting every little thing and what's <laughs> incredible is going back now and reading some of those series and how close people were getting to kind of what was going on which blows my mind wow um at least with some of like the general ideas where uh where kojima was headed with with the story yeah um but yeah so jumping into this story that um yeah it 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 just has so much to 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 give as far as um it's a mystery uh there's action bits there's uh just emotional moments and sections like where people are opening up and sharing their heart uh, it's it's really a blockbuster movie, and I think that's what I love most about it. It's not, and it, I mean, 
it also has a bunch of actors. So yes, it is. It feels like a movie when yeah. you have all these real <laughs> actors in it. But even the story that that Kojima's writing over there, he's and he's he's not shy about his love for cinema and for film at all. You follow him on any social media; yeah. that's all he posts is pictures of the next movie he's watched um, and stuff like that, or the next book he's read. And he loves just absorbing any type of in his games too. Games, yeah, like. Even having just played Metal Gear Solid 1 and 2, it's very apparent, and it's something I really appreciate about those first two games. Yeah, yeah. He's all about, like, he, he, go big or go home with Kojima. Like, he doesn't do anything halfway. And so, yep. for me, it was it was that, and I think for the first time seeing that he had the freedom to do that, too. He wasn't under Konami's thumb. He could literally do whatever he wanted with all his time, with his mm-hmm. money, with, with the story, and just Sony kind of gave him carte blanche for whatever reason <laughs> we'll see if they let yeah. we'll see if they do it again uh because you know the sales were uh apparently not not the best for the game uh but uh it i yeah i very much enjoyed the story in in the characters in this game um above anything else you know gameplay was fun obviously like i talked about with uh um you know how relaxing and laid back it is but it really came down to dissecting like okay like what is going on in sam's head that you know uh, why is he um the way he is he's like he has a fear of being touched having people near him like why like what's the the story behind that mm. getting into this mads mickelson's character of cliff unger like why is he so obsessed with this freaking bb like why which is what they call that the babies yeah. in the little canister bb's um why is he hunting literally hunting sam down to get this bb from him like what's the deal with that um the whole relationship between sam and his 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 mother and uh, his sister and um and 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 really the the whole just the game is getting to the west coast and not just con- connect the united or united cities of america but to save your sister she's on the west coast she's being held by these terrorists you need to go save her and man it's just such a such a unique blend of yeah gameplay with really like a, a tv series I, I i was saying movie but with the length of it it's it's like playing a really good tv series is yeah what it comes down to <laughs> uh, that's awesome yeah. um there are some things that i didn't you know, again, I only played about two to three hours, but there were some aspects of this where I was, I didn't, for some reason, because I had heard so much about how, you know, it's a, you know, for better or worse, what people described it as, you know, a FedEx simulator, like an Amazon delivery guy is what you are. Cause you are walking, you are delivering different sized uh, packages all around yes. in this game. Um, and I, for some reason, didn't expect for him, which is so silly because this, it's a story it's a story, so of course the character is going to have some emotional stakes, but that his mother and his sister, basically his family, were so uh, integral mm-hmm. to it, but also to what is going on in the story as well, like who his mother was. Because um, I at least got through that part, and it was really interesting to me. Yeah. I don't know. Do you normally spoil games on here? Or no, because I was just like, or it was better just to not talk about You know what? I feel like normally, to be honest with you, I feel like we don't, really care either okay. way but i think i'm i'm curious i am wondering i'm like this game is sort of new like it's two years old yeah. do do we want to here's what i'll say garrett if you if spoiling the game is like 
going to help share something that's important to you, you have the ability to do okay. that. Like, don't worry about okay. it. And listener, you've been warned. Yeah, I. But also, I, if you're like, no, it's okay. I'll, I'm I'll give if if I do, as long as you're okay with it too. Because if you plan on going back, I don't want to ruin it for you. But uh, I will. I am planning on going okay. back, but also I'd rather serve the episode okay. and okay. and okay. hear from you. Um, because and I'll give a warning for listeners if I'm going to do throw any spoilers out there. Um, okay, cool. but uh, I, this first one, I guess. Is it really a spoiler? Because it's in the intro section. His mom is the president. Yeah, I His don't mo- think so. Ma- Sam's mother is the president of the United Cities of America. And yeah. you're just like, wait, what the heck? He's basically, though, like has no relationship with her, doesn't want anything to do with her, which, again, that's a whole mm-hmm. like another thing that you unpack throughout the game. Like what happened there? Why is there this disconnect? Um, and uh, and so and she 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 dies and suddenly this other character played by uh was it tommy earl jenkins is that her name i always forget uh uh yes yes um phenomenal character there like he he plays that character so well um and uh yeah so he he's also the stand-in president and you know, you, you got to keep it hush hush. No one's allowed to know that the president's dead either. So that's like an interesting thing where really, really oh, yeah. a lot of this game too is like trying to connect these cities without causing any sort of like chaos. Like if anyone found out the president mm-hmm. was dead and like there really isn't a United Cities of America at all, like that would blow the whole yeah. thing out of the water. And so uh, very interesting way to start off the game. So, if, I mean, if that entices anyone at all, like, hey, like <laughs> it starts off with a bang, like people are dying plans are already like falling apart like they don't even though like it feels slow gameplay wise story wise like it kicks off like it's like hey we're throwing you right in it one of the cities gets blown up right at the beginning of the game <laughs> like it could it's oh my it's, gosh it's chaotic yes. um but uh yeah i i, I guess and in, in to get into more of like why the story even means a lot to me and yeah i i actually am really glad you asked earlier about uh um you know, another game more recently that stood out to me that really I really connected with and I was able to talk about God of War a little bit because, again, that kind of plays in so well with uh, <laughs> another reason that I, I really love this game. And, and listeners, this is kind of a little bit of a this, this is a spoiler, <laughs> I guess. Um, but uh, so I don't know Go how much it. you want to skip ahead. Uh, maybe give me like a minute or two. Um, but <laughs> you find out like you play through the whole game and the BB that um, Cliff Unger, uh, Mads Mikkelsen, was hunting is you. Whoa. So he's not actually going for the BB. Like, he's going for a BB because before he died, you were a baby. But, and he's actually coming back from the dead. That's a whole nother thing. Because, uh, again, like the whole point of the game, Death Stranding, people die. They go to a beach, it's called, which is basically an afterlife and some people have a connection so deeply with the death straining okay. that they can come back and forth from the land of the living to the land of the dead. And that, so that's this Mads Mikkelsen character. Oh, yeah. um, he can kind of do that or suck you into his own world, which is like um, there was like well, the one te- teaser that was like in World War One. That's kind of like you get sucked in, into one of his memories because he was a soldier in, in the war and stuff like that. Um and so, yeah, you essentially find out like, oh, you're like, that's your dad the whole time. And at the end of the game, like when this is happening and you, this is being revealed, like it was such an emotional moment for me to just like, and again, like 
is this like the father son bond kind of thing? And at this point, you know, my son is a couple of years old and we might even been pregnant with our second one at that point. And to be like, holy smokes, like, man, like he's literally coming back from the from the afterlife to find his son to find his baby like he loved him so much to literally come back from hell (laughs) and man like what a moment like that that was and i mean and again that's like probably the, the biggest one but there's so many so many things like that um where yeah like this game is all about relationships and all about the connections hence why you know kojima wants to call it a strand game um and it's all about like ropes and tying each other together. And the whole point of the game is connecting these cities together. And man, it, it came at such an interesting time, this game, um, because oh, it came out at the end of 2019. Yeah. And it was all about essentially people not wanting to be connected. They all live in their own bunkers. They're all afraid to go outside because of this thing that could kill them which by the way uh, the death stranding fr- absolutely frightening these whatever and again i can't even tell you BTs. what they are et's yeah bt bt's oh, <laughs> et's beach et's no yeah bt stands for beach things so um and scary. they are also just like ghosts essentially that are like in the in, in they're dead but they're kind of coming back in our world and they hunt you down it's like these black gooey slime monster things but they're like these spirits from the from the afterlife um absolutely terrifying so that's where like that thriller horror elements come in when you're being chased by these freaking pts oh my gosh um but yeah this game is all so much about uh these people do not want the connection but they need it mm-hmm. and because as humans humans we need that that person-to-person contact uh as a species like we and yeah we we we, we cannot survive without human contact and if you know i mean we might survive in the sense that like blood's flowing through our body but there's something it does to you uh like emotionally and you know uh mentally that just really messes you up and again i was talking about the timing of this game so here's this huge game that just talks about the ins and outs and the consequences of this and like how important this is and then 2020 covid hits yeah where literally everyone's quarantined in their own homes, afraid to go outside because of this thing that will k- could kill them, and absolutely insane. Getting like, everything Kojima, delivered, <laughs> getting everything delivered exactly by these porters, by delivery men who are willing to, you know, go out and fight against or at least uh, brave against you know the, this potential deadly virus, mm-hmm. and absolutely crazy that. It was almost like this study in human, like this little like, human nature. And then it got li- lived out the next year. Crazy. <laughs> it's like such a, a crazy connection there. And it's not the first time Kojima's predicted things. Like, yes, he, he puts things in his games and then they'll ha- like things very, very, very similar will happen in real life. And it's like, how does how does he know? Like, is he from the future? Like, I, I wonder that sometimes yeah. <laughs> if, if Kojima's from the future or something. Um, but. Yeah, it's it's a, such a beautiful game about, um, it, 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 yeah, pointing towards like, hey, we as humans, like, we we can't just live on social media. We can't just live in this virtual world as much as Facebook wants, or sorry, Meta wants us to. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> live in live in the metaverse and live in VR. We as a species, like, that's not how we're designed. That's not how we've what what we've become. You know, like, we we are very social beings that need 
physical touch and we need, you know, to give some a hug or give them a handshake. We need to see people, um, you know, it's when talking to someone, you know, being able to actually see their expressions on their face. And it's just, again, a lot of these themes are kind of hit on in the game. And it's very, very just so interesting to me, like playing through this game is so philosophical. Um, like it's a blockbuster movie with all these thought provoking kind of um, little tidbits thrown at you throughout the game. Um, and then, yeah, the, just the crazy coincidence that, oh, hey, by the way, it's happening in real life now, 2020. Yeah. Absolutely bonkers. But um, so I, I, yeah, I, I love this game so much. Just for me, it was almost like a, um, yeah, defined kind of an encouragement, I guess, mm. because of that. Like I, I played through the game and then when COVID happened, and, and I think that's why, to, you know, to get to really the point of your show, why this game means so much to me. <laughs> like, yeah, I talked about the thing with Mad's character, like that was so heavy. Um, but really just the, hey, like when COVID hit, when 2020 hit and everyone was, and this, everyone was in a dark spot. Um, everyone's scared. Everyone uh, is, you know, trying to figure out like, what am I going to do for work? How am I going to pay bills? Am I going to die? Am I, can I go outside? Yeah. <laughs> like, am I, or is this, is this the rest of our lives? What oh my happening? gosh. Yeah. Um, and for me, it was like almost like this escape. I actually would go back and play Death Stranding at times through 2020 because it just, um, to, to, to experience other people's joy as they were reconnected and seeing other people's faces and seeing the delivery man. They like, you show up at their door and they're like, Oh, you're here. Like, Oh, I'm so thankful. So good to see you. It was, I don't know, almost like for me, like it's, it's, it's going to get better. Yeah. Like if it can get better in the world of death stranding, if they can figure it out and connect people there, we as, as planet earth, I think can figure it out and we're going to, we're going to get back to a normalcy and uh, one day, you know, we're going to be able to hug our loved ones and shake our buddy's hand and go out to dinner again. And um, yeah, it was it was really a game that uh, really got me through a, a really hard time. I mean, I know it's a hard time for everyone, but for yeah, just uh, it's a scary time. And I'm so, so thankful for it because of that. Yeah, it's so funny that, you know, I mean, we've been discussing this over and over, but it's amazing that something like that was able to be cathartic for you and maybe other people as well that was almost too close to home just considering the circumstances. Yeah. Like I would have guessed yeah. quite the opposite. Like this is a different <laughs> different game, but a game that came out less than a year later, The Last of Us Part Two. When it first came out, I was like, there's no way I'm playing this game. I don't want to play a game no. that takes place in the zombie apocalypse uh, when, you know, every, the world is basically – just destroyed like it feels like it is now or you're not seeing people when you do see people they could be dangerous to you um i was like no no way not not happening whereas this is a different example that ended up you know being cathartic for you and i think that's really great um i oh the the last was part two to throw in my my experience with that so my co-host jj it's his like last of us one and two are his favorite games of all time he adores them absolutely obsesses over them i played like two hours of last was part yeah. two maybe and and i noped out so fast yeah. i'm like dude like and, and not even because of the apocalyptic aspect of it but 
that game, the themes are so dark. I'm like, my headspace is already a little too dark for yes. my liking. I'm already a little on edge. Let's I'm not dip our like toes any farther right into now. this. <laughs> I'm feeling real emo right now. I don't need to play. <laughs> I don't need to play Lasmus Part Two. And so I, I actually didn't finish it. I didn't go back and play it until just about uh, three months ago. Wow, I finally nice. played through and finished it. But yeah, that game, uh, and even st- like I finished, I'm like. I'm not playing that again. It, it's way too dark. It's such a yeah. dark game. It's an incredible story that I, it's all, it reminds me of like the, uh, the Joker mm-hmm. movie, like a credible story that I never want to watch again. Yeah. I never want to watch a movie again <laughs> because it was so way too dark, way too intense. Yeah. Gosh. Um, incredible. Uh, as far as Death Stranding goes, I know you got into it. Uh, you've, you've got into so much. I feel like you covered a lot of the ground that I would have even just asked you about, whether it's like what the game means to you, the context of when you played it. Is yeah. there... So, sorry if I've been a little scattered. No. <laughs> I feel like I've been all over the place. I but... feel quite the opposite. I feel like, Garrett, you've done a really good job of weaving all the things in together that I like to know, hear from a guest on a uh, game about. So thank you. What I guess I will say is, or ask you is... Is there anything about the game or uh, the game or your or your experience that you didn't get to share about? Whether it's gameplay stuff or whether it's um, contextual, like more context that you're like, oh, I actually wanted to tell this story or like this is how I was feeling when I was playing it. Just wanted to open that up to you. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I think I've pretty much said it all. I mean, I'll say it one more time. Like, please just give this game a yeah. shot. I have I I know so 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 many people that wouldn't even give it a shot because of the whole as ah, a walking simulator or just the jokes about it being a delivery man thing. So it's like, man, I think if more people would just try yeah. it, like they would really enjoy it. Um, and even if you don't like buy it on sale, because it's always on sale. Like it was on sale on Steam for like ten bucks the other week, like for the Lunar New Year sale. Or wow, whatever. that's like it's always nothing. It's always on sale. So. I just, I guess, yeah, my last, my, my last thing on it is I just want to beg people like, please just try yeah. it because it's, it's good. Like the story is so good and the characters are so good and yeah. It, and, and it just touches on so much more about, yeah, just humanity. Um, <laughs> like I said, I, I, I didn't expect to jump into a video game and, you know, get all philosophical, but it's like, oh, it, it makes you think. Yeah. And I really enjoyed that. I've never had that experience before. I'm like, oh, I like this. I wouldn't, you know, I, I wouldn't be so upset if there's more games yeah. that just make you think a little deeper. And I know there's probably more games out there and I'm just an idiot. And, <laughs> oh, this is a fun shooter. Like if I actually pay attention, it'd probably be interesting. Yeah. But yeah, please, please just give this game a shot. And, uh, I, and if you don't like it, well, uh, Connor will pay for it. You know, he told me before the show that if you don't like it, he'll refund it for you. So. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and roll with it and say, absolutely, listener, uh, you know where to find me on social media. Um, <laughs> even just even just hearing and hearing from you and, you know, leading up this week, Garrett, as we've had this episode planned to record this episode, I've been thinking about this game and I lent it to a friend with my PS4 after I got a PS5 and with a couple of other games that I have. And I've been like, hmm. I need to text Joey and I need to get this game back because I want to finally do it. So um, you've only gotten me more excited about it. Do you have a PS5? I do. Do you have the director's cut? No. Okay. I mean, I don't think they added 
that yeah. that much, but but I could yeah. always do that. I'm just I'm just throwing <laughs> it out there. You could just buy the director's cut, and then then you'd play like the Hideo Kojima's, you know, full full vision for the yeah. game. You know, you maybe I'll so. follow that too. And if there's a sale on the director's cut, maybe I'll buy. You know what? I'm gonna start walking, following in your footsteps, my friend, and buy this game multiple times. <laughs> just buy it all. We gotta pay Hideo Kojima's salary. We have to protect this man at all costs. That's what I think has happened this episode. You've just been your goal, and you succeeded in this was just to indoctrinate me to uh, Mr. Kojima and supporting his career. So uh, I'm on board. Okay, sounds great. Well, sounds good. Yeah, joint. You're one of us now. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the call. <laughs> well, thanks for having me. Have 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 some cool. What's this stuff? Um, well, Garrett, thank you so much for sharing about, you know, your experience uh, and your feelings on this on this game, Death Stranding. That was really great. I'm sure we could hear more. But before we go, I will go ahead and just introduce to you a couple fun segments that we always have here at the end of the show. Ooh. The first one um, I have, of course, and these are both uh, just fully curated based on the game you chose today is the Fact Me by Your Game segment. Now, that's where I just share a couple of fun facts with my listener. I would be – I'm one of these I think I'm going to be able to introduce to you. The other one, there's a chance you probably know about it, and in fact uh, – but I'm – there's a twist, so I'm, I might get you because I know you know okay. – I'm sure okay. you know a lot about I'm this I'm excited. Game. So I'm really excited about there this. There are some you know, many obvious ones. We talked about all of the celebrities that are in this game, like Conan O'Brien, Guillermo del Toro. Jeff Keighley is in this game. But as I'm sure you're aware, or maybe you're not, I would assume you are, your boy Hideo also makes a, a physical appearance in this game. Were you aware of this? Yes, oh, I was. He knew. Yes, yes. Well, He's actually in there twice. Oh, dang it. You know, I honestly, I thought <laughs> I was going to get you on the second one. Because I'm sorry. No, no, no. Did I ruin it? We can we can cut no. this out of the show. I'm sorry. No, I'm I sorry. like when the listener <laughs> is aware. Or last episode, I think even think Corey Willis was. We were talking about Super Contra. He shared a fact mm. mid episode that I had, and so we addressed it. But no, no, no. <laughs> so let's let's we'll go over it for the listener. This is really fun. So, okay. um, yeah. I'm sure I was going to tell you. I'm sure you're well aware that Hideo Kojima is in this game. He is featured first, not for actually. The most obvious one, because it's not first, the most obvious one is there's a vision sequence that Sam Bridges has, uh, Sam Porter Bridges, excuse me, um, at at some point in the game. I don't remember. I mean, I couldn't tell you if it's important in the story where it happens, but he has a vision that one of those goopy black sludge spirit monsters, like while he is sitting in the comfort of his room, sort of grabs him by the ankles and... Mm-hmm. Watching this clip on YouTube, it's very obvious, uh, especially when they show you a picture of Kojima and his glasses next to it. His glasses, his signature yes. glasses. Yeah. But it's very <laughs> much a model of his face as the head on this monster. Um, but yeah, there's there's a second time that it happens, in, which I guess is technically the first, which I totally missed when I played the game uh, or, you know, mm-hmm. two hours of it. But one of the, I think the first time you even see these like spirits, these things, oh, they're. You call them BTs? Is that what they're called? BTs. BTs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm learning. Um, he's Sam is out with like this this another person. Uh, in, in okay, I'm like just ruining this for everyone. Uh, but you essentially this see him at the, the very, very beginning, beginning of the game. game. Yeah. Yes. That one I think is a little faster, and 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 there's multiple. Well, 
and that scene was even one of the trailers that was released before the game came out too. Oh. So I mean, even if you don't want to play the game, you can go out and watch it. I think it was showed at the Game Awards like a couple of years okay. back. Look up Death Stranding trailers, and and yeah, it's the same cutscene from the game at right at the beginning of the game that, and you see Hideo Kojima coming out of the the slime grabbing the dude. Just so so crazy. really funny that that's <laughs> how he makes his appearance. I love it. Um, yeah, the second as a dead guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> the second fact that I have for you, I'm I'm feeling good about this one. If I, if I were a gambling okay. man, which okay. I am, I should I will go to Vegas and I I will. Um, but I have this titled uh, "Wine That Jumps Universes." So, in a flashback uh, from the uh, the the, uh, the BB, that's what they're called, right? The baby, the, from yes. the baby's yep. point of view, Cliff Unger, who we've referred to and uh, played by Mads yeah. Mikkelsen, uh, drinks a brand of wine that he names out loud. Uh, he with his French accent, it's like. Batar Montrachet Grand Cru, um, which I, I I gotta know. Do you already know where I'm going with this? I think I've heard it, but okay. I don't remember. Cool. It. Like I remember there's something with the wine. There was like some little fun little fact, but I don't I don't remember it. So I feel so good about this. You you win. You win. Yes, and that's what I wanted was to win. That's the oh, there's always a winner and loser on this podcast, uh, and I'm the winner. But basically, and I'm and I'm the loser. Yeah, uh, don't forget it. Uh, he is talking, you know, to the baby, uh, the point of view of the baby, and uh, he he references this wine that he has, and he, he takes a sip of it, and it happens to be the exact same wine that his character drinks and serves in an episode of Hannibal, where he even names it in, or no, he doesn't name it out loud in the in the show, but they do like a a close up shot of the bottle, and it's the exact same wine which is i don't know why that would be included or what the thought was there but i just thought it was a really weird easter egg i uh, the only reason i would think that would be in there is either it really is like if i don't know if it's a real wine or Mm -hmm. not if it is real maybe it is one of mad's favorites like that would be interesting or just because kojima is such a cinemaphile and you know, he loves, especially people who have been in his works, like he's obsessed with their stuff. He's probably watched Hannibal a hundred yeah. times <laughs> and he probably saw that and was like, oh, this would be a fun Easter egg. So I, those are probably the two options there. Either it really is Mad's favorite yeah. wine or Kojima is just like, oh, here we go. You know, we, we, we got to throw this in. There. Yeah, <laughs> totally possible. It's there. Yeah. In fact, we could have honestly just gone through a million Easter eggs that are in this game. And that's not all we share on the Fact Me By Your Game segment, but that's what we shared today. Um, so... Yeah, there's some more we can probably talk about later, but I will now uh, pivot us into the game recommendations segment. This is, of course, my one tie-in to the movie Call Me By Your Name, where I am going to treat Death Stranding as your passionate summer love, Garrett, and these three wrecks I give you are going to be potential oh, new not flames. just summer love. Not just summer love. <laughs> Let me tell you. This is forever love. <laughs> this is forever love, baby. Well, you know, in the context of the movie, um, okay, I'm yep, saying- Sorry, sorry. This oh, is no, my summer it's okay. Love. I'm yep. saying your relationship is ending with Death Stranding, regardless of how passionate it was. And here are three options for you for potential new flings. Um, the first one is if you want- to play Death Stranding meets Nintendo, where you are sh- uh, shepherding a baby through an entire game, I'll go ahead and recommend to you Super Mario World 2 Yoshi's Island. I couldn't think of a better <laughs> comparison. Oh my it's God. basically the same game. Have you played this game yeah. ever? Um, That's one that I might have fired up for a second when I was... Uh 
when Nintendo Switch Online yes. first came out. Because I think it's on there, it right? Is. I might have tried it and it was just like, no, nah, I'm good. I might go on to the next yeah. game. <laughs> um, but I mean, now that I know how closely it ties in to the lore or at least the gameplay of uh, Death Stranding, I, I might need to go check this out now. I think uh, it's your duty, in fact. Um, maybe maybe it'll surpass Death Stranding as my favorite game. I'm pretty sure it will. Um, it is a wonderful game. Uh, I... I, I Finally played it as well once that came to the service. But the second recommendation for you is if, Garrett, your takeaway from this game was you just, the next thing you play, it has to have Norman Reedus in it. There's no other option. Of course, he does some voices in some Walking Dead games, but that's not what I'm recommending to you today. I'll go ahead and recommend to you a game that was on Windows, uh, released on October 24th, 2001, called Pursuit of Justice. Now this... (laughs) This game is a uh, murder, uh, it's like a murder mystery game, and apparently Norman okay. Reedus plays a character in it. And it's like, what? I don't know if you know of, um, it's not the same type of game as, uh, oh gosh, I'm trying to think of these. There's like a famous, <laughs> I'm just down a rabbit hole now. It's it's a game where I think a lot of the <laughs> images are like actual pictures and videos of people, as opposed to like animated characters. Like an FMV? Thank you, my friend. Um, oh, I'm thinking of Night Trap. It's not like Night Trap, but it's mm, like, okay. I th- want to say characters are presented similarly. So again, okay. if Norman Reedus is like the reason you played this game, my friend, you're going to want to do that. <laughs> and lastly, is if the delivery aspect of Death Stranding was where it's at for you, you just want to get your delivery on, I'll go your courier on, I'll recommend to you an absolute classic, and that is Paperboy. Okay. So that I, – I have played that. I am very bad that at That game it, is hard I'm, as hell. I, <laughs> I am a bad delivery man in that game. Uh, I can get S-tier rankings in, in Death Stranding all day. Throw me in Paperboy, and I, I'm dog food. You well, know? you know <laughs> – Literally, like <laughs> I chase down by the dog, and I'm dead. I know? think <laughs> it's just, you know, it's the next challenge for you is Paperboy. Yeah. Um, okay. Well – That'll do it for the game recommendations. And in fact, that will bring us to the end of the show. Uh, So before we go and do more plugs, I just wanted to say thanks again for hopping aboard and doing this with me. I know we've gotten to know each other just a little bit, uh, you know, mostly over social media, but also we got to do an episode of Super Gamer Boys recently, even though you were battling uh, other forces. Uh, But this was really fun. Thank you so much for coming on to do this, Garrett. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I uh, yeah, really appreciate you asking me. Uh, especially, I've, I've I've seen you the last few episodes. You've had some heavy hitter guests on here. You have a celebrity guest, <laughs> and then you ask me to follow up. I'm like, dude, like you're gonna disappoint the listeners here. They're gonna be expecting, you know. But no, I, I I appreciate it, and this has been such a blast. You've been, uh, and I I'll re- reiterate this from earlier. You are a great host, very hospitable. I, I did not feel that you wanted to kick me off the show at any oh, time. Oh, thank you. Uh, so I appreciate that. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you for just letting me gush about Death Stranding uh, for a while because no one else will let me do it. Um, I can I can, I can can talk to Adrian about it. Adrian's cool. He but off, off pod, of course, right? Only in private. Off podcast, yeah. Yeah, because if I talk about it on the podcast, all of our listeners just stop listening. They're just like, okay, I'm out. You know what? Uh, I don't want to <laughs> say anything bad about your listeners, but whoo, I'm close, you guys. Um, 
You are so welcome. I'm so glad this, again, this is a game that uh, is, I know, again, the people who I know who have played it loved it. And I just, it, only talking to you has made me want to play it more. Um, not that every game has to be like that, what that my listener brings on, because sometimes, you know, maybe I don't want to play Madeline's mm-hmm. European Adventure. Actually, I did want to play that. The game's awesome. That that was an awesome yeah. game. Though. Do you I know that I game? I remember that one. I remember <laughs> that game. That, that's an old PC game, yes, right? Yes, it is. It's that a point-and-click adventure. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually yeah, amazing. Um, so I can't believe I even used that as my example. Uh, but yeah, it was so good to have you on. Um, I'm so excited to have you on for our Metal Gear Solid uh, Games Club um, later this year uh, that we're doing through through the month of June. Where we're covering 10 of those games. They probably even heard the ad for it that we made, which was uh, some of the most fun I've ever had. I was just doing that. Um, I love that. Your snake impression. I don't know who did Snake's voice. Uh, it was me. I was like, that's so good. <laughs> okay. I was like, that was so Thank good. Thank you. Uh, yeah, me, Jeremy. Metal and Gear. Oh, gosh. The only thing you got to say, right? But what do you want to plug on your way out? I know we've talked about your podcast, but feel free to plug that again. Where should people, can people support you and where do you want them to find you on the internet? Yeah, so, I mean, the easiest way to find our stuff would just be uh, go to supergamerboys.com because um, it has links nice. to podcast feeds, to our YouTube channel, to our Twitch channel. Um, so supergamerboys.com. And then, let me see, everywhere else, uh, I guess if you want to follow me for whatever reason on social media, uh, I'm at G Morlang. That's G-M-O-R-L-A-N-G um, on everything, Twitter, Instagram. Um, give me a follow. I'm I've been on a kick the last like two three months where my brother in law got me into photography. Yeah, uh, I've seen this. I, I I've lost been my job. Yeah, I I lost my job back in November, and then so you know obviously no income, and then he invites me to do probably one of the most expensive hobbies like with all the film <laughs> and all that stuff because it's film <laughs> photography. It's not digital. We are doing film photography. I'm like, dude, what are you doing to me? You're trying to kill me? I gotta feed my wife and kids. Yeah. Um, but yeah, follow me on Instagram. I've been posting a lot of pictures there. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Killer. So, yeah, I think that's that's about it. Um, and we do have a Patreon, but plug I'm it, not gonna do plug well, it. Show. I'm not gonna talk about. Okay. Please. Patreon. Patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Again, that's linked on our website as well. So just go to supergamerboys if that's easier to remember. Um, and we do uh, a, our main show is our Super Gamer Boys podcast, uh, which you get early and ad free out with our Patreon. But uh, the show that you were on, yes. the Super Gamer Book Club, it's hosted by Adrian. Um, I get to be just a, little, a guest on that one, which is a lot of fun. <laughs> I get to sit back and I don't have to host the thing. And then uh, we talk about it's a monthly podcast where we usually try to get either you know one other guest, maybe two other guests, and talk about just I don't know. I, it, it, there's no real big criteria other than just being uh, a, a good game. Awesome. You know, <laughs> like okay, what's what's a generally highly revered game? Um, we have two seasons of it. So previously, um, it was hosted by one of our old co-hosts, Zetch. Um, Adrian's yes. on it now. So if you support us on Patreon, you get access to those like two months early, and you get access to that first season that you can't get on anywhere else. Killer. So yeah. So check us out on Patreon if, you know, first listen to our free stuff. And if you like us, think about it because uh, we like making cool stuff for you guys. Awesome. I mean, that the episode we did was so much fun talking all about Metroid Dread, previous yeah, guests. Metroid Dread, that's a good it was, one. It was fun. Uh, Patrick Ellers and Adrian Holmes were on the, the episode on this show about that game. So if you did not get enough Dread yeah. conversation – uh, give them some love. Go over and subscribe to the Super Gamer Boys Patreon. Um, but yeah, thanks again for being on. I'm going to go ahead and close this out with some plugs of my own. 
you can find uh, our cover artist who does our cover art. I've never said it like that. Uh, Glenn J on Instagram at Glenn with two N's dot J A Y. Um, this show is produced by the great Jeremy Schmidt. You should listen to his show, Video Games, a comedy show, also on this network, which of course is Super NPC Radio. Um, again, we've talked about a bunch of stuff we've been doing on our Patreon all across this episode. But if you like me and you like my opinion on my opinions uh, or what I have to say about games, check us out at patreon.com slash super NPC radio um, for Super NPCs, which is a show that you get at every tier. The Call Me By Your Game uh, co-op episodes, monthly big big ones that we drop, uh, the Games Club, which we're doing year-round. for diff- We're doing two series this year. We're doing Metal Gear Solid Games Club, and if you listen to the end of the teaser, it's pretty obvious what we're going to be covering for the second half uh, with just a little sound cue. Um, we have Stario Chart there, which where which is where Tyler Schnupp and Brett Brent Flyberg uh, make a birth chart for a video game character uh, based on their astrological sign, and so much more. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Connor underscore McCabe, and sometimes I even stream on Twitch at twitch.tv slash consiscool69. That'll do it for this episode of Call Me By Your Game. We will see you on the next one. Don't be so serious